What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle. And I'm Rob. Welcome to Streamiverse, a 10-minute podcast rooted entirely in spite. We used to be a podcast about Quibi, but they sent us a cease and desist. So now we talk about everything that streams. Quibi's not the only game in town, honey. We're all stuck at home for the foreseeable future, so let's watch some trash together. Here's what's going on today in the Streamiverse. The other creators we've talked to who have shows on Quibi have said pretty much like Quibi's very hands off. You know, I haven't really heard like occasionally we'll get some notes on stuff. But other than that, they're very content to like give us the money and say, we trust you do what you do, which I think is awesome. And obviously a dream for anyone making art or news. Um, But other people online uh, that have sort of contacted us or in recent news articles have talked about how like Quibi is actually insane about notes and like micromanaging <laughs> to death. Like, has have you heard any of that experience? I haven't. I mean, look, I think there's always a to the extent to the extent I've heard anything like that in the space I'm in. And again, like the 60 space, is it a news? Like we're like a subsection of a subsection of a subsection. Right. And a place like 60 Minutes is going to be very proudly standoffish to anyone telling us how to do what we do. Right. Period. Full stop. Right. So they could be like, actually, that comment would be like, no, that's not how that works. We know mm-hmm. we're 60 Minutes, right? That's how, like, you know. Yeah. So, like, look, there's always going to be some, like, back and forth about notes and tensions and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like, in my experience, we make the segments we want to make. Well, right? and also, you're working with Shauna, who obviously, like, knows what she's doing. Hopefully... Sure. Hopefully Jeffrey Katzenberg isn't getting in her way too much. <laughs> I, I would look, I think Jeffrey Katzenberg knows better than getting Sean Thomas's way. I'm not. Yeah, like, that's what I, I would hope. He did off. interrupt her on our podcast though. Um, <laughs> so you never know. Um, but it, it, that speaks to another thing that I was curious about, which is like you said, you don't know about business, uh, busy Quibi's uh, business plans. Um, or anything like that. Like how transparent is Quibi with say the viewership numbers or any of the other inside workings of Quibi? I know that they, I I know that some of our folk, like folks above me have access to some of that information or having conversations. Like we're certainly like cued in, even like little things, right? To things such as like, actually a lot of people are watching this in vertical and not flipping over guys horizontal. So make sure the vertical shots look good, right? And so there's like conversation like that, right? But it's not like I can tell you how many people have watched the segment. And to be clear, I don't even want to know that. Yeah. Right. I was someone at the post who I didn't pay a lot of attention to my traffic numbers because I want to like, do the stuff I want to do mm-hmm. and not so in the like, well, I know this is a good story, but are people going to click on it or are they going to? And so I'm sure like people who are better like positioned than I am know every specific detail right. at the like correspondent level. Right. Yeah. It's just not a thing that I'm particularly aware of other than like, Hey, we're really happy with how the first segment went. It looks like it was really good. It looks like, you know, like that type of, stuff. I got notes like that, you know? Yeah. It's funny because in some ways it's like, From a creator and I'm guessing from a news, I'm not a news person, but from a news person's point of view, it's kind of an ideal scenario where like you don't have to worry about the numbers, whether it be budget or viewership. You just get to make what you think is the greatest thing ever. And like what could be more ideal? Like you get why that appeals to a lot of totally. And I get why. Yeah, I get why so many like the people we've talked to are like, I want Quibi to work. Like, of course. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
Like, that's so ideal. That's what people forever have been saying. Like, why can't Hollywood like stop overnoting or stop overproducing or stop, you know, like listen to the creators and let them do what they want to do. It's just a difficult, then it reaches, it's just no one's seeing it. That's what bugs me, you know, like. Yeah, no, it's gotta be good. You gotta gotta get it in front of people's eyeballs. And I think that that, and like I said, I think for us, it's a big thing I think about all the time. Every single story I'm doing, I really care about and I want to have the most impact. I want it to make the ground shake. And so yeah. I'm constantly thinking about how do I do things that, and again, I think in some ways that's easier in a new space than in a pure, like for entertainment content space yeah. where like, what's the, ur- you know, like, it, it's, and I think it's more difficult for the creators to make that argument where like Reese Witherspoon's like, no, they have to see this cheetah segment. Like, well, like, right. do they? Like, I, I think <laughs> might win that argument. Like, no, like actually we don't need these clips out everywhere. Right. Versus yeah. where it's like, no, 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 no. Like if we're going to, we, we're doing a piece. Uh, one of my segments that will pop on Monday, I think is the next one is um, on these three, three innocent uh, kids who got, you know, railroaded on a murder they didn't commit in Baltimore just got out after three decades. Right. It's like a really important story. I want everyone to see the story. Right? And so mm-hmm. it's one of those where like, there's a flexibility and also there's like a righteous indignation about us, like stopping in the Quibi's offices, like, no, there's going to be a clip of this. Right. Right. The way that we've got some standing to do. Well, that's the thing. It's I'm actually interested in your thoughts on this because the other people, yeah, that we've talked to are like, we want the memes, we want the gifs. But when it comes to news stories, yeah. like the ones you're yeah. describing, like, no, I don't want a gif of that. I want to see the actual clip. <laughs> like, I don't need that to be memed. I would prefer, and I've seen pieces from 60 Minutes from the television show go viral. Like, All the time. All yeah. the time. Every Sunday. It's how I know what's on 60 Minutes is because there's a clip going viral in my time. Exactly. And it's always like the juiciest go, question being asked to someone. Whatever the moment is, exactly. And, yeah. and I said, I think for us, I think we obviously want that, right? And I think yeah. that we, and again, we have an infrastructure, but again, we have the benefit of being 60 Minutes, which is just a brand that's different and exists that way and already has a Twitter feed and Instagram feed full of all these followers where we can put our clip up and it, you know, yeah. first. Brand and again, recognition. And I also think that we have the privilege of, you know, we launched late in part because we all got coronavirus. Like our show was supposed to premiere when it was supposed to premiere and we all got sick, right? Wait, did you have coronavirus? I, yes, and we all oh did. Oh I mean, like, And I didn't even, and actually one of our segments, I think segment, another one of the segments coming out Monday is about how we all got coronavirus. Oh, oh wow. Uh, I'm the, glad you're feeling Seth, better. And Seth Doan, our correspondent in Italy, is, was, is like, he was one of the first journalists to talk about how he had gotten coronavirus. The, um, but, uh, so we had a delay, right? And so I actually think we're engaging with like all of a lot of our decision making is made with a Quibi that has learned some of the lessons of launch. Yeah. Mm. Right. And so, and so is I think very amenable to working with us and talking to us about these types. Like, yes, let's make sure you guys do get clips to send out. And like I can say, and so I can only, from my experience, they've all been lovely and great mm. and like reasonable. And I'm like, you know what I really need? And then the thing happens. Yeah. Right. And I love that. And also know that that is in part because of like, back and forth that have happened for months with other people. Right. Mm. Yeah. It makes me like, that's the thing. Everyone's been, the people we've been talking to by and large have been saying, it's been a great partnership. I want Quibi to succeed. 
Like working with them has been so wonderful. So when you see some of the news that comes out that says, you know, they're hitting only a fraction of the subscribers that they want to hit, they have to raise another $300 million by next June in order to keep going. Like, are you, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, here's what I say. Someone asked me, I was really mad about this. I do all this press around our, um, our launch. And I gave like the best quote to someone. They didn't use it. They used some other quote for me. Give but us I, the quote. <laughs> and so they were, they, they were like, you know, don't you, you worry about the business model and making this? And I was like, dude, I worked for newspapers my entire career. Like I used to work for a newspaper and now the DreamWorks guy signs my check. Like I feel all right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I mean that, I don't even mean that in like a glib way because it is real. Like the, these are people's real jobs and lives and people made like have taken steps that affect their careers and their trajectories and their livelihoods. And so something like an app failing, no matter how funny the name might be or how we all might, you know, like there are real people whose lives are caught up in that. And also we live in a media hellscape in this moment where like no one's job is safe and everything is burning to the ground. And so the idea that like I have a contract that means I get paychecks to the end of the year is about as good as it gets in this, in this world. And so Mm I, you know, and so that's kind of where I'm at on it. I, I love, like I said, a joke and a meme as much as the next person. I do typically read all the coverage. Like I said, I have that most recent Wall Street Journal tab open somewhere on my computer. I just shout out Ben Mullen. No, I'm just busy. (laughs) So I haven't read it, you know, like, but, um, so obviously I've been consuming all of that. And also like, you know, I didn't, every time like someone would write a big takedown of Jeff Bezos and how Amazon, like, mistreats all of its workers. I wasn't like, oh gosh, is the Washington Post going to keep existing? And like, you know, like I couldn't right. afford to do that, right? It was just like, yeah. I got to do my job every day mm-hmm. and whatever's happening like in the press with like the very rich people who like own and run us and who I love, thank you for, for <laughs> right? but like, I can't really be bothered with that, right? Because yeah. what are you going to do? So suffice to say, you don't want to make a documentary about Quibi with us? <laughs> 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 Offers on the table. <laughs> Maybe you could do it for Quibi. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe later. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot of people I think are ready and people in the like we say this all the time, we've hit, we've gone through so many different emotions with Quibi where obviously we were excited for it. Then we got the cease and desist. So we were pissed and we were spiteful. Then we had Cats come on. Speaking of, have you had any personal like interactions with him? Uh, we met. Uh, so, so when I signed, he called me, which I appreciated. Um, yeah. Like I literally like I'm sitting in my house and like I get this, the phone rings and it's like, Hold for Jeffrey Katzenberg. I'm like, yeah. Okay. We had a cool like, conversation, and then and then I saw him at. They did some like pre screenings of okay the, of the content, right? Where like you would get a little phone and you could watch it, so you could see how it worked. And they did that mm-hmm. for a lot of the creators because like we're supposed to be making content for an app we'd never seen before, right? And so it was mm-hmm. helpful. Right. And so I had like a pretty good conversation with him there. So, like a little email traffic. I mean, he's definitely like hands on and like involved and engaged in a way that I think is cool. Yeah. Right, like, uh, no, well, we were when he came on the podcast, we all afterwards, we were like totally won over by him pretty much. You know, like it's I, hard not to be well, not just He's, him, but I find all the Quibi people to be very like engaging and thoughtful and reasonable. And again, that's not to say we agree on everything. Right. I'm like, let us take screenshots, please. And yeah. also, like, I find them to be like reasonable and considerate human beings in a way that I think is like. Again, for all of the like 
terrible humans you could work for in the world, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it's pretty cool when, like, your terrible human calls you and says, hey, thanks for, thanks for working with me, right? Like, we're really... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot, we ran out of time. But don't worry, we'll be back every weekday for the rest of your lives. To see how this conversation ends, tune in next time on Streamyverse. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite stream millionaires. See you in the streamy.